Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Rob Semmel, who is the founder and managing director at Business Buyers Advocacy Australia, a business offering expert advice and services for buying and selling businesses. Listen as Rob delves into his background in Australian business, what business buyers advocacy has to offer the market, and the current climate for small business owners. Listen on to find out more. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu from Eden Exchange and I'm joined by Ellen Rogers on our team today. Hello everyone. Today we're joined by Rob Semmel, who's a founder and managing director of Business Buyers Advocacy Australia. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Robert. Uh, thanks, Raghu. I appreciate the opportunity. Now, we are in some interesting times now, but can you firstly tell us about your background and what you what brought you into this field of business sales business buying and advisory work? Yeah, terrific. Look, my, my background, I'm a CPA, have been for 35 years, uh, but I started out as an accountant for McDonald's restaurants. Uh, and my role there was really to uh, assist franchisees with their uh, profitability operations of the business and to maximise their returns. So it was a great opportunity to be involved with a great organisation uh, and really down to earth with uh, small business and helping them achieve the best results they can uh, in all facets of the business. So I started there. I then became a state manager for McDonald's, looking after the market in South Australia, uh, which covered um, all parts of business from marketing, legals, once again, operations, and specifically the financials to ensure that the, the market grows and our franchisees grew at the same time. After 14 years there, I decided to branch out and started consulting to various franchisors and small businesses. Uh, And I was asked then to join a company, in a real estate company, which was a leading real estate company in Melbourne, and became their general manager. An opportunity then arose to become a national real estate manager for a large agribusiness, keeping in mind I wasn't a real estate agent, I was an accountant. That was a terrific experience, and I really realised then that I loved putting deals together, negotiating, helping small business, and franchising was, I thought, was an ideal opportunity for people that hadn't been exposed to businesses before. I had a few other businesses on the go, but I decided to become a business broker, and I thought this is a great opportunity where I can help people sell businesses, but at the same time ensure that people buying businesses purchase business that they can have a future on. In other words, not only financially be secure, but you know their future being secure. I did that for a couple of years, and I've got to say, I was really disappointed in a lot of things that I saw in that particular industry. But at the end of the day, what really struck me was that vendors have the business broker to assist them. But who was really helping the buyer? And what I saw were a lot of buyers with the right intent buying businesses that weren't a match for them. In fact, you know, were losing money, buying businesses that were losing money, and ultimately they were going to lose money. In fact, I remember one business broker was really happy. He sold a business to a buyer, and six months later that buyer came back to him to sell it. And he thought that was terrific because he got two commissions. And I just thought something is really wrong here. Who is representing that buyer? You know, that first-time buyer that's putting their confidence in a business broker and trusting what the information they've been given, and they've been unsuccessful. So I decided at that point to set up a team and set up Business Buyers Advocacy Australia, 
exclusively to help the business buyer, to help them buy businesses that are going to suit them and help them for their career going forward. Hence, um, sort of that was the start of everything. So what areas does BBA specialise in? So what markets do you really focus on? Yeah, it's been interesting. We started off really marketing ourselves to individuals. Uh, you know, the ma and pa, first-time business buyers, um, you know, with a view of holding their hand, helping them find the right business, investigating it for them and negotiating on their behalf. Uh, but as time has gone on, we started to get a lot of corporates that were looking for you know, bigger businesses for bolt-ons or to uh, hedge their op- current operations. And then we got uh, exposure to private equity firms. And it's really been an interesting exercise with the private equity firms, helping them investigate and buy uh, large corporates or um, uh, opportunities that uh, that might be bolt-ons for their particular portfolio. So we look at all different types of businesses, you know, from uh, small cafes, let's call it, to large corporations, you know, 50 mil to 100 mil. So it's a range of everything and uh, it makes our job pretty exciting. So how do you match a buyer with the right opportunity? Yeah, it's interesting. We let's we have three types of buyers, one being the private equity firms. They're quite specific with what they're after and, you know, with, their, with the type of industry they're after, uh, the KPIs, the turnover, you know, turnover, et cetera. And in many cases, those clients, uh, we contact businesses that are for sale and find out whether whether they will be for sale. And that's pretty proactive uh, communication that we have there. Um, the, but when we're dealing with really the, uh, the individuals, some are very specific with what they're after, and that makes our job pretty easy. You know, we, we know what industry they're after, what their finances are. And our aim is to save them a lot of time and effort and find the right business for them and get them the best deal. Where it becomes a little bit more difficult, if someone's very general, they really don't know what they want. They want to buy a business because they've probably been employed full time and they've never had a business before. The challenge for us is to sit down with them and spend time with them to find out what they're really after. You know, one, we know what type of finances they've got. Two, we, we've got an idea of the location that uh, they'd like to be in and we try to match, you know, this closer to their where they live and their lifestyle, the better. But the challenge then is to really find something that would suit them and we do it with a fairly time-consuming briefing with them. And a lot of the times we, we identify businesses and our challenge is to really, what starts very broad is to bring it in so we can focus on really what is going to suit them in the long run. So our challenge is to find out what type of business is going to suit them, their personality, their lifestyle, their finances to be the best match for them going forward. What's the key advice you tell your clients right now? You mentioned an opportunity that matches their preferences, but anything else you really get them to look out for? Yeah, look, it's their expectations. A lot of people, you know, they they believe they'll make money from day one and hopefully they will. But they've got to realise there's a lot of hard work to go in, you know, into a business. Now, you know, in an ideal situation, the current business might have terrific systems and procedures and, and great, excellent staff. And what they're doing is putting, you know, really putting their hand into a glove and hopefully things go smoothly and it's a business they can grow. But a lot of the time, you know, things change once they take over a business. And it's not all, you know, fun and, um, and laughter. It's a lot of hard work. They've got to be realistic. You know, the first 12 months, they've got to be involved, hands-on, and really understand that business. And the challenge is 
to buy a business based on what it's doing, but purchase it because it can grow. And it's identifying how can you grow that business. Look, if I've got someone that says, you know, I'd, I want to buy a restaurant, and we feel that they don't have that personality, they've never, never done it before, they don't understand the business, we'll suggest to them they don't. Let's try to find something else that'll, that'll match and suit their particular personality. Uh, and it's amazing how people might meet us initially with a certain intent of wanting to buy something. And after discussions and, uh, and searching, we realise what, what really suits them is something totally different. And that's been a challenge. And, you know, our aim is to find them the right business, investigate that business for them and negotiate on their behalf to hopefully get them the best deal that we possibly can. But keeping in mind, it's got to be a win-win for both parties. You know, we want our buyers and we're, we're exclusively buyers advocates. We don't sell businesses. We just help buyers. Our aim is to get a deal for them that's a win-win also for the vendor because they want a vendor that is going to assist them with the transition period. So. That's our challenge. And look, we're pretty successful in doing that, but it's about being quite frank, honest, good feedback, and let's really understand what is going to suit our, our client, the buyer. All right, so what major industry trends do you believe buyers and sellers should be aware of? How has marketing changed in the field? Well, marketing's been interesting. I'll start there. There are so many websites up at the moment with businesses for sale. And it was interesting, in my, as my days as a business broker, I was putting businesses up there for sale and I found them very difficult to find on certain websites. There are websites that are very good, very clear, but I found it uh, really difficult to even find businesses I was submitting. And I thought, how difficult is this going to be for a buyer? We did a lot of research into different websites and we found that there are a lot of business brokers putting businesses for sale on websites that didn't even exist. And I found that pretty frustrating. I thought, if I'm finding this frustrating, how difficult it is for a buyer? So with from a marketing point of view, um, things have changed. Um, I think now business brokers are being more direct. They're putting legitimate businesses up for sale. They're not wasting people's times as much as they did in the past. But there are a lot of, a lot of sites that buyers can go to. So what we're trying to do is help them in that area as well, because there's a lot of, it can be very time consuming. Um, businesses that uh, I have found difficult for my buyers, are, particularly I guess on-site businesses, I'm pretty wary about them, on-site, sorry, online businesses, because one, the barriers of entry are reasonably low, but two, you know, you've got to be careful, whoever you're buying a business from, you know, we, we get them to sign a, rest a restraint of trades, etc. but I've seen them in the past where they sell a business, someone's paid good money, everything's being upfront and honest, and then they've opened up another business and another name, and suddenly they've got all the contacts, and um, it's been really difficult for the buyers. So online businesses, I'd basically be very wary of. You need to really do your homework, have a good thorough investigation, and it's not about the information they provide you, it's about the information they don't provide you. That's what you've got to really start to focus on. So um, trends, well, you know, it's a, a lot of buyers want something under management, uh, profitable, you know, from day one. Well, those expectations are never going to change. It's the reality that needs to change. Uh, but I think we're getting a lot smarter in advertising. Or brokers are getting a lot smarter in advertising businesses. And I think now buyers are 
a lot more astute um, and they're not relying on what business brokers say anymore. You know, at the end of the day, the business brokers represent the seller, the vendor. They don't represent the buyer. Hence our job is we represent the buyer. So, you know, we've got to assist them through that whole process. Look, given what's going on in the market right now with, you know, corona, different sorts of government, the volatility of the economy, the market going up and down. Yeah. So is there anything you want to say to buyers right now about what they should be aware of? And, you know, really, is this really leading to a very good time to look for motivated sellers in the market? Oh, look, I, that's an that's a excellent question. Um, I guess my initial reaction would be with buyers at the moment is a bit of a wait and see. Um, I, I would be very nervous recommending a specific business uh, for someone to borrow money on to buy at the moment. If they've got funds and it's not subject to finance, I'm sure there'll be some amazing opportunities out there. Um, I would have a bit of a wait and see, particularly the hospitality industry. You know, I wouldn't be, you know, uh, aggressively looking at the moment, let things settle down. I'm sure, you know, in six months, we're going to have a totally different environment um, and there'll be some some terrific opportunities there for buyers. But at the moment, in that particular industry, I would just monitor it very closely. But there's other opportunities out there, you know, that, uh, that are presenting themselves that, uh, you know, will be excellent opportunities to get their foot in the door now that aren't so directly affected by what's happening at the moment, but um, they're just good businesses and they will, uh, they're an industry that's required at the moment. So they're the opportunities we need to look for. And once again, it's got to be a win-win for both parties. Absolutely. Now, what advice do you have now for an owner looking to try and value a business now, or even if if it could be the first time they're venturing into that market? How do you get the right value for the business? Yeah, this is so important because we have buyers and there are so many businesses on the market at the moment. And, you know, we'll identify a business. If they don't have the information available to present when the inquiry comes in, we will quickly look at another business. Um, And the reason we do that is um, if they're not prepared, are they really serious sellers? I would suggest to anyone looking at selling their business, Look, you know, plan 12 months ahead. Make sure you've got all the financials done. Put everything through. Show the businesses how it's really performing because we will look into that. We will look into the financials very closely. So the best thing you can do is run your business um, as efficiently as you can 12 months prior um, and really present it in its best form. Make sure you've got a business profile may or information memorandum. Use a business broker that is that understands your business and will prepare these documents. Because if we go to a, we see a business and we contact the broker or the vendor directly, and they don't have this information, we'll quickly move on because it's, you know, we haven't got time to waste. We've got a client ready to buy. We've qualified them. They're they're serious buyers. We want a serious seller. If you haven't prepared yourself, we believe you're not a serious seller. Um, make sure the business broker out there is switched on. Look, this is, if I'm quite frank, there are business brokers out there that I'd question dealing with. Um, One, because they don't understand the business, but two is also, um, you know, if they don't understand the business, how can they sell your business in the best format? So, you know, the business broker you use, 
make sure they understand the business, they're working for you, and they're realistic. You know, to value your business, I would suggest you, you 12 months prior, you run it the best way you possibly can. You know, buyers aren't silly. We're not silly. We'll work out what the business is worth. And if you're realistic and you want to sell, we'll come to an agreement. You know, that's a win-win for both parties. Fantastic. Now, from your end, what's the difference between a good advisor and an average advisor? <laughs> that's another good question. Um, there are some, when I'm talking advisors here, I'm talking, let's, I mean, we've got our accountants solicitors and we always get them involved at a stage, a roundabout office stage. But I'm talking as an advisor, if you're using a business broker, there are some business brokers out there um, probably wouldn't know a balance sheet from a (laughs) P&L. And look, and that's sad. If you're selling your business for the first time and you've got a broker that doesn't understand your business, then I would say they're a very average broker. There are some very good brokers out there, but there are also some very average brokers. If it's a broker that says to buyers, oh, you must come into my office before I give you any information. I'd be wary of that too, because we're not going to waste time going to a broker's office. And what we've found when that happens, it's for a couple of reasons, because they have no information, or they've got the information about the business on the back of an envelope, or they haven't taken the time and effort to understand that business. So we won't spend much time with them, because we realise that they don't understand the business. So how can they sell it? So... A good advisor is one that has taken an interest in your business, that's communicating with you, that will present offers that uh, that, are, that are brought forward um, and acts on your behalf, but is realistic. They'll be honest with you. You know, there's no point listing a business 200000 more than what it's worth because you're just wasting everyone's time. So get a broker or advisor that's going to work for you in your best interest, not about commission, not about you know, just getting listings um, because we'll quickly sort out those brokers and some we won't deal with because they, they just waste time. So, um, you know, there's brokers and there's brokers. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Now, what you've obviously got a very good understanding of what's going on in the market as well. What's your take on where we're heading? It's very hard now, you know, in terms to predict what's going to happen in the next couple of months. Um, with the virus, the spread of it, but also nothing lasts forever. So are there any longer-term trends you're seeing in the market that people really need to be wary of? On behalf of my buyers and my clients, I try to get them to a situation where they can purchase businesses not subject to finance. By doing that, it puts them in a great position to be able to negotiate. But as importantly for the vendor selling, they realise then that this business is not going to be subject to finance. In other words, they're not going to go through the whole exercise of opening up their books, sharing all their information, only for the deal to fall over because uh, they, the buyer can't get finance. Now, that might be because the business and the, uh, the P&Ls in the business show the business losing money for whatever reason, you know. So making sure from my client's point of view, that if we can get a business not subject to finance, we're going to be in a great position for both parties. Where, where this future is going at the moment, um, it's very much, a, I guess, a, a wait and see where the market is going to sit. There will still be opportunities out there. We're still representing buyers for the right opportunity. The hospitality industry, it's more of a wait and see, but there are some other excellent opportunities out there that are going to be 
they're going to maximise this time because they're providing services or they're providing products that's required at the moment. So it's going to be interesting time, but there'll also be great opportunities. And I think we, when we will come out of it, it'll be buyers that are ready to go that are cashed up, and I think it'll be sellers that have got all their information ready to go, and we'll do some matches and we'll get some deals done and, you know, uh, we'll have some some people that exit the industry very happy and other buyers that are ready to go to grow businesses uh, in a different type of market. But we'll, we'll, there'll be other opportunities that uh, they can expand on. All right, excellent. Now, what's the best thing about your job, Rob? What's, what's really driving you to get out of bed in the morning? Very good. You know, I, I think about this all the time and it's, you know, we're pretty motivated here. And the best motivation for us is when we do a deal and uh, one of our clients buys a business and six months later, when we're sort of having a bit of a, you know, a post-settlement discussion, that things have worked out for them and they're growing the business. You know, everything that we've gone through has been has been presented. The buyer, is, the seller has been very upfront with, you know, the, the good and bad of the business. Our buyer is fully aware of it and suddenly, you know, they've purchased it in good faith and it is what's what's been presented and they're growing it. So... It's, it's seeing clients acquire businesses and grow it. You know, yeah, that's that's our motivation. And uh, it's helping those that, you know, have never bought before that need a hand. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a minefield out there, a financial and emotional. And if we can help these people and get them, you know, help them go forward, both with their finances and lifestyle, et cetera, that's, that's pretty rewarding. That's what motivates us. And, you know, that's why we love doing what we're doing. Look, fantastic. Look, it's really positive. We we do keep look, we we do have a marketplace there of people buying and selling. We do encourage people out there not to panic right now. And I know some people will be listening to this six months after the coronavirus has settled and whatnot. But right now is the time really to assess, you know, what's the right business for you, where your business is right now, and potentially also rethink your strategy with all the trends going on. So if you want to really speak to some experts like Rob and others, we do encourage you to head to the BBA website. You'll also get some contact us boxes near this podcast. So we encourage you to put your name down to get your journey going with the company um, as we've had excellent feedback about their results. So again, Rob, been a pleasure having you on here. We'd want to have you get on again soon to flesh out some more topics in detail uh, because the market is hungry about getting some advice on what to really do in this current situation. Yeah, terrific, Raghu. Much appreciated. And I guess the, the final message I'd like to get across, if you're looking at buying a business, whether you're a first-timer or you've already got a business and looking at expanding or, you know, get advice, get professional advice. Look, BBA, we're, that's all we do. We're just exclusively business buyers advocates. We don't sell businesses. We represent buyers and we'd love to, you know, help someone just so just a, a call and a chat maybe we can give you some guidance um just to you know set you on your path fantastic thanks so much for that and we'll we we'll, would love to have you on again soon terrific thank you yeah thank you rob thank you eden exchanges was brought to you by the team at eden exchange in this episode, we spoke to Rob Semmel, who is the founder and managing director at Business Buyers Advocacy Australia, a business offering expert advice and services for buying and selling businesses. To find out more about Business Buyers Advocacy Australia, 
or to discover other episodes by Ethan Exchanges, head to our networking website, versusbyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to the series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling and investing world. Thanks for listening.